Go live, go live. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. My name is Grogu. Recognize. You too? <laughs> Recognize. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Empire 161, episode number 20, 20 to be exact. That's right. It's, it's, it's a milestone. It's a milestone for us. Uh, my name is Tim. Next to me is my friend Utini Ed. What's going on, Ed? Utini! It's another another great episode went by. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, no baseball news this week. Shockingly enough, still, still free agent market still really, really slow. Silence. I did see one thing I wanted to, I wanted to tell you real quick though. Uh, you know, one of those random Yankee pages on Facebook said uh, that we should trade for Kyle Schwarber, and I started laughing. I'm just like, we have how many outfielders, and you want to trade for Kyle Schwarber of all people? I I, I, sh- I was going to send it to you. Though. I was like, you know what? I didn't want to. I didn't want to annoy you. I didn't want to annoy you with that nonsense. And do what with him? That's what I said. And do what with him? I, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. And the first sentence was, "Oh, even though John Carlos Stanton's like, stop, stop right there, stop, That's just no. stop. You know, don't go any further." Yeah. And then on. it was it. instead of trying to get um, Lindor, maybe what's his name, Javier Baez? Is he a shortstop? Uh, yeah, he is. He's the Cubs shortstop. Yeah, it was all about the Cubs. All about the Cubs. We should make three trades with the Cubs. And Javier Baez was the was the. I was like, just 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 stop, please, people. Why are the Cubs trading Javier? By that's the thing that kills me with, with with like fans with some trades. They just they don't think of the other end. It's like you think the Cubs are just sitting around and waiting for us to say, "Oh yeah, you know, just give us Javier Baez," and you know that, that that's it. Yeah, Hansi, you better sign off now because we're about to get spoilerific here. Yes, Hansi, <coughs> so, I, I'm very disappointed in you. You had the whole weekend to watch it. What, what's going on over there? But yeah, happy so you- Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, you too, man. But you said you better get out of here now because we're about to get all nuts up in here with the episode, well, chapter, I should say, number 13 of The Mandalorian. Another stellar episode to which, since I was off all week, I did get up at 3 a.m. this time. I I couldn't wait. I had to see it for myself. I had to see if it was true, if the rumors were true, because remember, Rosario Dawson was really never 100% confirmed. Uh Uh-huh. Ahsoka was never a hundred percent. Well, that's all we knew about last week's episode, though. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get up. And I was up, and I saw the first five minutes. Like this episode wasted zero time, which is what I love. None, none of that. Wait till the last five minutes of the episode nonsense. We got right into the juicy part of this episode, so it was pretty awesome. And what we, uh, right off the bat, what were your what were your comments in the first ten minutes of this episode already? Uh similar to. So kind of what you were just saying. I, I was uh, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Yes, happy related uh, Turkey Day. T- Tommy's uh, Tommy. I know he enjoyed the Cowboys getting their uh, asses kicked on on Thanksgiving. We were texting about it, but uh, we won't waste time with them. Um, no, I mean I, I was I was pretty impressed too that they came out like guns blazing. You know, she you know like it, it started off like action packed immediately, and you know she's going through taking out. You know those troopers and everything, and that that was that was pretty sick, man. Especially for someone who's you know hasn't doesn't really have a lot of. Um, I haven't seen her much. I, I haven't, and then you know I see like badass is just 
going around taking out troopers in the dark and stuff, very stealth, like ninja like and stuff. That was that was pretty sick. Yeah, I was gonna say for for you, this is your first Ahsoka ever. Well, really. Well, I, I mean, let's see. Like, I've heard the name. Obviously, we talked about it on here. We've chatted about it. I read it. I, I've done some homework on her. I tried to watch the Clone Wars movie when she was so I knew she was introduced. And then I tapped out in the middle of the Clone Wars movie, which I'll probably go back to at some point. But I will say, though, after watching this episode twice on Saturday afternoon when there wasn't Jack on, I decided to start. I went, I started, I went back to rewatching the series. I mean, watching the series. I watched the first episode. And then I was out of it, and I'm, I knocked out. I'm up to like seven or eight of season one, so she, yeah. she's well into her sky guy stuff and things like she, that. She gets a lot better. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> right now, yeah. she's just a kid. She gets a she gets a lot better. Um, yeah, let's just put it that way. She gets a lot better. I didn't like her at first either, especially in the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars movie is not as good as the show. The Clone Wars movie was a little kiddish. So I don't mind kiddish, but it was a yeah. little, yeah, you know, a little too, eh, little Jabba's and you know, Sky yeah, guy. that, yeah, that whole crazy. thing. Yeah, I couldn't get behind that whole thing, and I, th- I mean, whatever. Again, I'll get bored one day and go back and finish the movie. But I decided to jump into the series because I did watch the first episode, and I didn't stop watching because it was boring. I just, you know, started picking up other stuff. But after watching this twice, I'm like, you know, something. Mandalorian is leaning heavily into this stuff now, so I better stop just reading and start watching more. So I ended up knocking out, like I said, uh, yeah, I think it was like six episodes straight. Just nice. binge one, one after another. I did tell you that you can avoid anything where you see R2 and 3P on the screen for more than the first five minutes. That means that, that means it's a it's an R2 episode, 3P. It's not good. It's not fun. Well, I will say that the, the last episode that I saw before we, well, whatever, we can get, do uh, Clone Wars stuff at, at some point, but uh, I saw an episode where he was missing, and then, uh, like, Anakin goes to rescue him and stuff like that, and he ends up battling off against an R3 unit and everything. It was it was kind of weird, but it was showing, like, R2 being badass again, which was which is pretty cool. Well, we know he's the MVP. We we always know that, so that's not a big deal. Uh, So let's jump into this episode. I said we were just talking about it. There weren't a lot of Easter eggs. There was just a lot of meat. Not a lot of side dishes, but a ton of meat in this episode. Like we said, it starts off right off the bat. This dark, foresty world. Guys running through the forest. You can't really see nothing. All of a sudden, there come the two lightsabers. As you can see, not red, not blue, not uh, green, not purple. They're kind of a grayish white color, which she turned her lightsabers into because she's not a Jedi. She's technically not a Jedi. Um, she left the order. She was unhappy with them towards the end. Uh, she feels bad now that they're all dead. That's for damn sure. But and all, yeah, all of a sudden, like I said, that first shot when she comes through and you see her face with the lightsabers, it was like, holy shit, it's real. And that's yeah. why I was like, all right, I know I got to get up. Like, I, was, I, was, I was laying down <laughs> watching. And then when I saw her face for the first time, I was like, oh, shit, it's real. I got to get up. Got up, took a pee, grabbed a drink. I was like, now I'm, gonna, now I'm up. Now I'm going to have to watch it. Um, yeah, and she she ends up, looks like she's on a pretty much on a freedom quest. Free, it looks like she's freeing cities or freeing slaves or helping the downtrodden throughout the galaxy, which is probably, which makes sense as to what she's going to be doing from uh, 
as far as her story goes. That's what she does. Um, so yeah, right off the bat, what'd you think of her her skills, her badassery? No, she was she was dude, she was like super badass. And like I said, it was like very much like a like a, a ninja with, with like the two swords and everything like that. Very stealth, pretty, pretty sick. Uh I mean I from the live action stuff, I haven't seen too much of that from a Jedi in, in the past or a former Jedi, whatever. You know, I know that's probably spoiler stuff for Rebels at that point. Because I'm, I'm from the videos you posted too. I'm guessing that's where that happens, where she leaves the uh, Jedi Order. Um, but that was, yeah, that that was pretty sick. Her fighting style was was pretty cool. I will. I'm curious to know how much like of that Rosario Dawson did do, or how much of that was stunt double. Uh, that was. Well, you know, one of the, one of the funniest things is, like I said, it's, and that's why it's like one of those nerd dreams come true. She wanted to play Ahsoka ten years ago. Mm-hmm. She, I remember her saying to George Lucas back back in the day, "If you ever make a movie, uh, a, a Clone Wars movie with Ahsoka, I want to play her." And everyone's like, "Oh my god, that'd be great! That'd be great! That'd be great!" But it ain't ever gonna happen. And yeah. holy shit, here she is. And like I said, it, it is a perfect, absolute perfect, as far as I'm concerned, casting. Other than the actual original Ahsoka, we don't know if she can act that girl though. She's a great voice actress, but whether she can act. We don't well, know. Zara Dawson looks exactly. I mean, I know they they tweaked her her look a little bit, but she really looks like, you know, the uh, animated Ahsoka Tano, like brought right to life. So that was yeah. That's I think that's where you go. Plus, she's she's a really good actress too. So you can't go wrong yeah, with that. Exactly. Well, after Ahsoka takes care of all the guards on the outside wall, we get our first look at the episode's villains. The first one is Morgan Elsbeth, who again, Clone Wars connections, Rebels connections. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the entire background. I myself am gonna have to go back and look into that. Played though, which is very interesting enough, by Diana Lee Inosanto, goddaughter of the one and only Bruce Lee. You heard it right, the Bruce Lee, which is actually pretty freaking awesome. I mean, how awesome is that connection? That's that's an Easter egg. <laughs> No, that, 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 that qualifies for it. You're right. You're right. That is an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Um, so Osoka basically gives her an ultimatum. Says, if you don't free these people by day and get out, you know, pack your shit and leave or whatever, I'm, I'll be back. But this chick didn't seem – she didn't seem afraid, man. I give, I give her credit for being a badass. Yeah. She wasn't afraid at all. And as far as her left hand – her right-hand man goes, which is another – again, we're getting phenomenal cameos. And I, I, I want to know, are they asking these people to be in it, or are the people asking to be on the show? Because, of course, we got none other than Mr. Kyle himself, Mr. Johnny Ringo himself, Michael Bean from Terminator fame, from Tombstone fame. Aliens. Man, aliens. Please, her right-hand man, Lang, who right away when I saw his face and I heard his voice, I was like, holy shit, we got another great cameo here. I, I was kind of hoping, well, spoiler ahead, jump ahead. Uh, he lasted a lot longer than he did, but the yeah. way he went out, the way he went out was absolutely fantastic. Again, a callback to another of his movies. Uh, so I knew right away this was going to be a great episode. Once you see Michael Bean and this other, and well, Bruce Lee's goddaughter, that's what we want to call her for now. Um, but yeah, what do you think when you told Michael Bean that that was him? Dude, you know I love Terminator and how much I love Alien, so I was super excited. Um, I remember reading that he was going to be in it, but totally forgot about it. And so yeah. I saw him on screen. I'm like, holy shit, that's right. Michael Bean's in this. And, I mean, as, like, her right-hand man, gunslinger, like, so awesome. So awesome. Tommy, I recommend you look up certain episodes. Look up Mandalorian stuff. Look up Ahsoka stuff. It'll kind of skip the crap and get you to, the, like, the juicy, meaty parts if you don't want to watch the whole thing. 
And yes, Ahsoka was badass. Uh, anyway, we cut to the titles. We come back to the ship, and there they are, our, our heroes. The Mandalorian and, well, at that time, he was still the child. Or so the child, the so child, child at that moment. Let's all call him the child for this moment. <clears throat> they land in the city. Uh, right off the bat, he you know he just walks himself in again. The lone the the going I can't talk today. The lone gunslinger shot. The door is open. He walks in right down the street like I not a care in the world. Mm-hmm. He gets met by Michael Bean, you know, Mandalorian, you know, just a prime minister, whatever the hell she was called. Wants to see you. They meet right away, and uh, you know, he, he she tries to get to him right away. It's a Jedi. Mandalorian Jedi are natural enemies. If you kill her, I will present you with this big gigantic staff of Beskar, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and he and that's the one of the funny thing. He never says yes. He never says no. Mm-hmm. He just kind of says eh, and walks away. So he, he was never very careful. Yeah, he was very careful about his wording. Then you can kind of tell, like obviously he went there looking for Ahsoka Tano, and that's where you know that's where like he was like saw the end. Like okay, I can get this whole thing done. I can get the information from her. I can go ahead and, and, and find out and get out of here and get to her. So why not? I thought it was interesting too, is that when he's walking through that whole little like village or whatever the heck it was exactly, like he was trying to talk to people and they were like, you know, don't talk to us and stuff like that. Like you're going to get us in trouble. And they, she, he walks by and he sees people like in these like little cells and stuff, look like they were being electrocuted or something like that. Yeah, it was, like, it was pretty hostages. intense. Yeah, pretty intense it stuff was. going on there. It was, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. And that he so, had the child with him though, in his like in his pouch, satch- his pouch, his satchel. We're not going to call it a purse, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> but he was in there like hidden, and I was I was kind of curious to know like if this villain sees the child, are they going to like attack him or something like that? I don't know. Well, Michael Bean saw him, and the great line was, "What do you, you know? What's that?" Uh, He's like, "I keep it for luck." Yeah. Like, oh, okay, keep it for luck. <laughs> so, like I said, he never agrees because we know if he agreed, he would have to go kill her. But he never yeah. agreed. He just kind of nodded and walked off and said, "All right, let me go try to find this Jedi." They said they gave him coordinates. Next shot is him and the <coughs> him and the child out in these creepy ass, smoky dead woods, and boom, here she comes out of nowhere. She jumps his ass. They got to do a nice little cool little fight. She shows off her skills. He she shows off his with the fire with the rope. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's a Jedi. Finally, he's like, yo, 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 hold on. So Katano, Bo Katan sent me. And that's where everything calms down. And, and, and I think her favorite, my favorite line of hers right away was, I hope you're here to talk about him. Yeah. And all right, they pan over to the child just sitting there chilling. Like he always does when Mando gets in the fights. He just sits there chilling, uh-huh. doing doing what he can. Um, and the one, well, the one other big Easter egg was in that forest scene right before she does jump out. There was an owl-like figure. This is called. It's called a moray. I don't know if I pronounce it correctly. It's up in the tree. You can see it. This owl always came to represent Ahsoka in Clone Wars and Rebels. It always seemed to appear when she was around. So okay. that's like one of those again. Call back to the uh, yes, Gil. You should be here, Gil. I invited you. We had to work. I get it. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's 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 the one major Easter egg, except for Michael Bean, that I really saw was uh the moray. Like I said, she's represented by an owl whenever she was on the rebels, and and that she there was always this owl that would pop up, kind of like her representation or some bullshit like that. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, what's the deal with that? Is that like her? 
for a Game of Thrones reference? Is that like her direwolf or something that's like always around somewhere? Um, I have it right here. I had it. I, they, they explained it better here. Uh, it debuted during the Star Wars Rebels, appeared multiple times, and it's kind of like uh, it also showed itself to well, that's, that's key, in the last episode of um, Clone Wars when they, when they brought the show back when uh, mm -hmm. Disney Plus first launched. Darth Vader finds her lightsabers in the snow, and you see the owl in the corner, kind of representing her. So, kind of revealed himself to Vader. Yeah. I think Vader knew from the owl that she was still alive. Kind of revealed. The backstory is hard to explain if you don't watch it. Yeah. Um, Ezra, Ezra Bridger from from Rebels, had this. I don't. Know, it's hard to explain, like without sounding too crazy. He discovered the world between worlds. That's what it's called. Okay. Well, you can basically jump into other time, time and space. You're gonna call it, I guess. I guess you can call it that. Um, but then it gets into the whole Mortis and the, and the father. I can't. You can't even really explain it, what it is. Let's just say <laughs> that out represents it. Because again, I'm, I'll, I'll end up talking about 15 episodes of the Clone Wars and Rebels okay. <laughs> if we get into it too deeply. Um. So yeah, at this point. It's a nice little cutaway of Ahsoka having a conversation with the child. Mando walks off. He's giving them their privacy. Comes back, and, and here's the first, the first final, final. We get to hear the name where she says Grogu. And I, 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 tell you, I told you, Ed. Yeah, yeah. I laughed my ass off because I had to stop, rewind, and put on the subtitles because we have a friend named Grogan, and I, <laughs> I, I would have swore. That she said Grogan. And I went, please tell me that our friend's about to get nerd famous with this kid being named Grogan. I had to rewind it and it said Grogu. And, and, he, and the best was he said Grogu. And the kid shot a look at him, gave him a little noise. And she goes, Yeah, that's his name. And he goes, Grogu. And boom, again, shot the look up at him. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought it was a really cool moment. Uh, so we finally get the name. I did watch Rebels Hard to explain that. Yes, it's very hard time explaining Albus without talking about Mortis, the father, the son, the daughter, the in between worlds. It's it gets a little crazy. Well, well, Gil, we were just waiting until we introduced Grogu. Now, now, now that we've announced he's Grogu, he'll be Grogu from now on. Yes, from now on, henceforth, he is Grogu. Uh, I and thought it, it was really cool though, but like how that reveal came out because Grogu, hello, Grogu. <laughs> Uh, how they were just how um, Ahsoka and and now Grogu were sitting there, and you could tell that they were talking in a way, but like no no words are being spoken. So you know, I guess through like you know Jedi abilities and stuff like that, like they're having a conversation and stuff, and that's how she turns and like is you know reveals the name and everything, and starts. If you want to go ahead, gives the whole backstory that we finally get for for Grogu now, which I I thought was. Extremely, extremely interesting. Yeah, considering he's fifty years old, he's been around a while. He's been around long enough to see the Clone Wars uh, and the rise of the Empire. And supposedly, he was in that. He was in the temple when Anakin and uh, well, Darth Vader and the Five Hundred First showed up and started killing everybody. Yeah. And some Jedi Master wasn't named. Uh, took him and hit him. <clears throat> got him out of the. Got him out of the temple and hit him somewhere. And he was living on his own, basically. And he had, and he kind of had like a memory loss. They said too. Yeah, because people saying, yeah, she said she tried to check into his memories after that, and it, it got very dark. Yeah, that very dark, very black. She's probably yeah. trying to suppress him, and he also did everything he could to suppress the, his force powers, so yeah. nobody would find him. Um, 
so how the Empire Gideon found out about him again, I'm sure that'll be mentioned much later on. Yeah, <clears throat> but just the fact, like you said, we got a great backstory about him now. Now we know he was in the temple. I'm sure he's going to pop up now in some kind of special edition. They'll put him in the temple. We'll put, I'll put him in that room where Anakin walks in and kills all the kids. They'll yeah. put him in the corner or something stupid like that. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a fascinating part. They said he was trained by many masters. Mm. Yeah. So so Grogu has training. He had. We know where he came from now. We know his name, obviously. My big question is who who got him out of there? Uh, and I, I'm, I'm assuming that's going to play a big part in the story at some point. We're going to find out who got him out of the Jedi Temple when Order 66 was going down and Jedi were getting wiped out. Well, plus it's good, too, because even Ahsoka says it later on, there aren't that many Jedi left. Yes. So now we know we know her. We know Luke, obviously. Ezra Bridger from Rebels is out there somewhere, and I have a feeling we're going to get him next. He might be the next big uh, reveal guy. But like you said, if someone else escaped from the temple, who else is out there? And not only yeah. is he out there, but did Vader get a hold of him yet during the purge? Mm -hmm. Don't forget, Vader went on a lifelong mission to hunt them all down, even the yeah. ones that escaped. So that's that's a whole other television series, if you're asking me. I think I think you should call it Vader the Purge and just have him kill people every week. <laughs> but <laughs> that's wishful thinking. So, yeah, we got that great backstory. We get everything. And um, Mando says, you know, well, here you go. Take this kid. He's yours. No, you're going to train him. And and uh, she digs deep into him. And she says, nope, not going to do it. And here we go again with the Anakin Skywalker thing. Too much fear. Too much darkness. Um, he's got, he's come quite attached to Mando. Looks at him like a father figure. Yeah. So there's no way that she's going to pull him away from him. And, you know, he kind of flips out. and like, what do you mean? You know, you have to do it. Like, I, I don't take care of this kid any longer. Well, she says, well, and she makes one of her famous Jedi deals that the Jedi do. Uh, well, if you help me, I'll, you know, consider taking the kid. Well, well, Mando says it. I'll help you get, you know, get, you know, take this, you know, city free. You take the kid and you train him. She, she agrees. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I don't know how much she fully committed to that either, but I was also thinking that was also Mando's, hey, I need this. I'm going to do this for you thing of the week. And that's yeah. you know how he gets into what he has to do for the week. And, and as it's a famous Jedi, uh, you know, yeah, we'll we'll do this, but eh, maybe not, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we, we then we cut right to it. Here's Ahsoka again, running through the weeds, chopping. She don't even waste any time this time. Mm -hmm. They they see her in the in the mist, and it rings that bell, and all of a sudden, next you know, she freaking leaps up from the ground floor up into that balcony and just starts chopping people. And by the way, she's extremely violent. But yeah. I guess she's not really a Jedi anymore, so I guess she could do that kind of stuff. But she's extremely violent. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say is that do you think all those troopers that were there, were they all like robots, or were some of them real and only the robots were the ones that were that were? Uh, yeah, the HKs, the HKs. Which, by the way, is that a that's a, is that a Terminator reference? Yeah, sorry. H so you HK Hunter Killer. Hunter Killer HKs is what uh, Kyle Reese refers to as the Terminators in the in the first Terminator. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that was in there. Well, whatever. I, I do have a piece of thing that I was going to say for later on about the HK stuff. So apparently the ones in this episode are referred to as HK-87s. So and whether or not HKs were mentioned before in Star Wars, I don't know. They're usually called just assassin droids, kind of like IG-11. So whether oh, I, HK I, 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 got some, I got something for you I'm saving. Okay. So whether or not <laughs> HK was mentioned before, I don't remember. It's, okay. 
it could be, could not be. But the fact that it was an episode with Kyle Reese, you know, of course, it's like, oh God, really? <laughs> you That's guys great. are really you're really pulling out all the stops here, Dave Filoni yeah. and John Favreau. <clears throat> um, yeah, so another great scene. She takes them out. Um, she's just running through the city, waxing people. Uh, and next thing you know, Mando shows up and frees those three slaves. And it's just her and the – what's her name again? What did I say her name was? Yeah, the whatever she was, whatever yeah. her name was. Bruce Lee's goddaughter. Let's just call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on the inside. Uh, Lang and Mando are on the outside, and you get this great tombstone revisit of Doc Holliday versus Johnny Ringo, but now it's Mando versus versus Lang, and and again he has that same line, like you know, my fight ain't with you, and the same thing Johnny Ringo said to Doc Holliday, my fight's not with you. So let's 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 you know let's let's think about this for a minute. Uh, but yeah, that's a big no no. He tries to get slick with the Mandalorian, puts him down. Puts them down easy. And again, it's that great Western Clint Eastwood spaghetti Western old school fight, which is absolutely fantastic. It's shot well, done well. I'm just sad to see Michael being going already. I was hoping he would get, you know, a bigger part. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty awesome. While we're seeing that whole showdown, and you know, we always talk about the show being a Western and 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 how Mando goes from town to town and everything like that. And that was great like tombstone references right there with, with Michael Bean. But at the same time, inside though, like in, in further, we are getting Ahsoka and the Magistrate swearing down. And, and what did that remind you of? Exactly what I was going to. Uh, that whole thing, I thought Simon, it was really cool how simultaneously went back and forth. It reminded me a lot of like Kill Bill and like like very much exactly. like, like, a, um, like a, an, a martial arts movie. So you had like the Western showdown, and you had the martial arts showdown, and like the way the set was and everything like that the with the east, water. The East and the West. Yep, you yeah, had the it East was, and the West showdown. That was so sick. And what I really love too is that when Ahsoka shows up there, she throws down um, the what the I mean, uh, Mando's shoulder piece of, of the Beskar. Um, yeah, oh, that's right. The, I skipped the horn. That part. Yeah, to, to make him believe he's dead. Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, you know, your your you know your bounty hunter failed or whatever, and she's like, oh shit. All right, so she took out the Mandalorian. Okay, yeah. we're gonna have to do this, and then like that that showdown they throw down, and she's got the staff, the Beskar staff, and I thought it was really interesting because I, I don't think we've ever really, to my knowledge, it was never shown if Beskar could withstand the lightsaber, and apparently that's the case because he's going toe to toe with with Ahsoka. That, that's why the Mandalor the Mandalorians was such a big uh, rival to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. The Beskar was strongest. Be- Beskar is basically vibranium, yeah, or adamantium. Mm-hmm. That's basically there. That's what that's what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another great line was, "Oh, you took up with the Jedi." He's like, "Oh, apparently." Yeah. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and then you got that shot of Mando with Ahsoka in the background. He looks up and goes, "Like, oh shit! Like, yeah. I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> putting my gun down. We're we, we're good here." But he tries to do the slick tricks. Mando don't fall for it again. That great tombstone reference. Fantastic, and that's the first thing I thought of too. They cut to the inside. You got the slow robe, the robe take off, mm-hmm. slow walk towards each other. The slow. I was like, "This is Kill Bill." Like I'm watching Kill Bill now. Yeah. I said, like you said, the East, the West, and she put up one hell of a fight. Absolutely, she was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They went toe to toe. They were really throwing down in there, and she had no. Ahsoka's got two lightsabers. She's got this freaking Beskar staff, and it didn't matter. She was really going at it. And usually, I, I I would get mad at that. 
Because I'm like, well, how can she stand up to a Jedi like that? You can't stand up to a Jedi like that No, if you don't have the Force. But maybe she has the Force. Maybe she's just that damn good of a fighter. But Yeah, yeah she, she didn't do anything like, you know, Force-like. She just looked like a really well-trained fighter. I'm just saying that, you know, because they're always supposed to be considered faster, yeah. stronger. So it's like, I was like, well, how could a normal person stand up to them? But, hey, man, she, she put up one hell of a fight. And it was a great fight, too. Well choreographed, well shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad Dave Filoni's getting his uh, his due. I think it's about freaking time he got his due as far as directing and stuff. Because mm-hmm. he's doing, cause he's been the biggest Star Wars fan more than anybody. And, you know, he he just wants to put out good shit. And then him and Favreau are doing a phenomenal job with that. Um, and the second big reveal, the huge reveal, and again, I don't think it impacted you as much as it did me, <coughs> was Ahsoka disarms her puts the lightsaber to her throat and says, where's your master? So, I, you know, right off the bat, I wasn't even thinking anyone other than Gideon. I'm thinking Gideon. That's I'm thinking you know, she's after the darksaber also. And she's like, oh, I'll never tell you. And she says, you know, tell me, where is he? And then she says the magical words, Grand Master Thrawn. And I almost shit myself. I was like, no freaking way. I said, they, now they're going to go that route. And then anyone who doesn't know, Grand Master Thrawn will... Grand Admiral. Yeah, he was. That's what I meant. Grand Admiral Thrawn. He was introduced in Rebels for the new people. For people like me, he was introduced back in 1992 in the very first novel written after Return of the Jedi, which is now considered Legends. Yeah, he was the villain in the first trilogy of books that took place five years after Return of the Jedi, um, and he was a nasty, nasty guy. He took over the Imperial remnants. He was. Um, he cloned, he found a clone of a, a Jedi who would use. He found this animal that could that could uh disrupt the force. Jedi could use the force against him, he'd wear it wherever he went. So I mean it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um and he was always he was known as a strategist, uh, like a master strategist. Like he could get his he could get it out of anything, do anything. <clears throat> Reintroducing rebels, like I said. So I said for some people, he's like, Oh, that's the guy from Rebels. Like for me. This is 1992. I'm like, holy shit, we're gonna get Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. So and now I said you 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 didn't go back to 92, but, but what did you think of that reference? Uh, I mean, I I heard the name around, so I I recognized the name. Again, I don't know, I didn't know that much about the character at the time, but started watching some YouTube video dives, and I've already committed, so you know, I'm, I'm in with. I'm gonna watch Clone Wars. I'm gonna watch Rebels. I'll get caught up at some point. Uh, but I thought I knew it was a big deal. Obviously, I just don't know that much about the character. But from some of my reading, apparently, right, and this is where I'll I'll throw it in there. Apparently, um, the the uh, the HK eighty sevens that were in there that were yeah, protecting the, the magistrate. Yeah, the yeah, markings. Uh, the markings apparently were for the seventh fleet of the Imperial Navy, which is mm-hmm. also AKA uh, Thrawn's fleet. So. You know, for someone I didn't know what the markings meant at the time, so I was like, "Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know what that is." There's something. Oh, I didn't. I didn't put it together. I read that afterwards too. Yeah. I didn't put that thing either right away. Uh, but yeah, Grand, Grand Admiral Thrawn was kind of like the Emperor kind of sent him off to do nasty stuff in other, like in really nasty sections of the galaxy. Okay. So he that's why he was supposedly always gone and never seen and. That was that was the excuse for him being gone, and when, and once the Death Star and the Emperor died, that's when he came back and took control of what was left, and he gave them a big, big, huge problem for a while there. Uh, in the books, in Legends, which doesn't you know, he was actually killed by his own bodyguard 
his own bodyguard, um, their species. I forget. I remember those. I read those books a long time ago. But their species was actually kind of owed Princess Leia for, for something, and he actually he ended up turning on Thrawn for, for Leia. Became Leia's bodyguard. Oh wow! But he okay. ended up stabbing Thrawn and killing him, and that was the end of him. Uh, but he was a great, great, phenomenal character. I was glad when they brought him into Rebels. Uh, I'm glad they brought him into you know the new canon because it, it's a really a waste. There's so many characters in Legends, which is why someone like me gets mad mm-hmm. at the new canon that they, they that they wasted. But seem to be making up for it. Yeah, from what I've seen, apparently they have plenty of them. Yeah, they're cherry picking stuff from Legends apparently and choosing what they want to bring in. So maybe over time, you know, all those the cool stuff from Legends are going to be brought into official canon now, which you know would would be pretty sick. And for fans like myself, this is this is new territory. So I've you know only heard names again by conversations with you and stuff and you know things like that. But now you're actually seeing it. So which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, which is absolutely it's insane to think about where they're going with this. And now the big rumor is Will Ahsoka got her own show. So what she's been going what she's been doing mm-hmm. for the past how many years? Um and then you're talking about you know all these stuff coming out of this one show, which I mean again, we got Obi-Wan coming, we got Cassian coming, we got who knows what else is coming. All right, so I was gonna ask you then. So I mean I know we got a little bit more of the episode to go, but Oh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing. It looks like this is gonna be, uh, there's gonna be a spinoff show, or it could be the potential for one there with Ahsoka and maybe in Bo-Katan. Um, I know there was wasn't there rumors about a female-led show that yes. was so. Could that just be what it is? I mean, could it be Ahsoka and Bo-Katan like Starsky and Hutch style? Are they just kind of <laughs> like are they just going through busting ass everywhere? I'm all hey, if that's what if that's the case, that's phenomenal. Because I also heard again, it was just a rumor today. <coughs> Excuse me, everybody. Um, they're gonna unless it, it might be an episode on the Mandalorian, though. We might see an episode of what she did where Ahsoka went after she left the Jedi Order or something like that. Not mm-hmm. well, after like the last time she was seen or something like that, after Rebels. Yeah. And I mean that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh Gil, me too. I was expecting. I wasn't expecting Thrawn right after bad. Didn't even pop in my head that it could actually be Thrawn. That's why it was such a huge deal when I heard it, and I heard it at like three thirty in the morning, three forty, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> keep keep rewinding this stuff. Um, I don't know, Tom, because Kenobi is going to take place way back, way back in the day. Kenobi's going to be between Episode three and four. So yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know if Thrawn's gonna be I mean he's probably alive because he's uh you know he's a different species he can he can age whatever but I don't I don't see it I don't see that happening yeah, yeah okay. so my, my... I got my timelines mixed up <laughs> yeah that happens it happens when when you have different canons and different this different shows it happens trust me I do it all the time too <clears throat> can't stop joking um so yeah anyway we'll get back to the episode real quick. And then we'll answer. We'll, we'll do questions. Um, they win. They win the big day. They're back in the woods, and she finally says, "Listen, I'm not training him. It's she, she has too dark. He's formed too big of an attachment to you." Oh, we've got about the best part. Though I'm sorry, one of the cutest part, I should say, when she tests him with the rock, and he 
ignores her completely, but then he whips out the knob from the controller and says, Grogu, do you want this? And whoop, yeah, we went past that. Yeah. <laughs> took it, took it right away. And he was all happy, like a like a proud dad. As much as man doesn't want to admit it, he's 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 got himself an attack. He's he's formed an attachment that he's not gonna be able to break right away. And, yeah. and I can tell you something right now off the bat end, I don't know if this is gonna happen. I'm predicting a very bad ending <laughs> for Grogu. For Grogu. Yes. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm picturing it. I. I don't know why. I can't have that happen. I, I would be pretty pissed off. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's gonna have to be Grogu, or or we're gonna get Ahsoka going. One of them's gonna go down. I think, as far as getting the 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 cloning under control, for whether it be Snoke or the Emperor or whatever was gonna happen. I think one of them's going down. I don't know why I have that feeling. Oh, okay. the show's been. You know, there's the show's been too. I'll put it to wrestling terms, face oriented face orientated so far. The heels really haven't gotten a good victory yet. And I have a feeling it's gonna right. happen and it's gonna be this guy. I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't hope not, Yeah, but, I, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't see that. I honestly think and this I know we just talked about the idea of like an awesome spin-off series with the two of them. Yeah. Um I think I, I think I mentioned it last episode, it could be Ahsoka. She might be the one to sacrifice herself at some point, but that also doesn't have to mean now. It could be four seasons from now. It could be who yeah. knows down the line. Because um, I think that I don't think that's going to be wrapped up like this season or next season. I think that's going to still take some time to play out. Um, well, we didn't mention Grogu in the beginning of the episode was starting to mess with the knob again. He used the Force to steal shit again as yep. he was unscrewing the knob because he wanted to get to it, and Mando kept on telling him no, and that's why Mando took the knob away from him. Had it in his pocket, and then later on, yeah, during the training when uh, Ahsoka's trying to test him, says, give me the rock here, take the rock, send it back. He doesn't want to do it. He's being stubborn. And then he, he decides, okay, let me pull out the knob that he wants. And then he uses the force to take the knob right away. So we, we kind of find out a little bit about Grogu there that he's been maybe playing it off a little bit where he's, he's he understands more than he's letting on. He's not just, you know, well, he, Google he, 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 he took down a mud horn. He yes. took down a big ass animal, so yeah. I don't know about hiding it, but yeah, he's definitely definitely powerful. And um, yeah. yeah, the big name drop, of course, we got was Yoda. He says she only knew one of the species, you know, have his species, and that was Master Yoda. Which I guess I don't know what I you know. I got to do more research. What happened to Yaddle? Well, she what doesn't even mention Yaddle because she also says I've only seen two like him, and mentions Grogu, and then mentioned name drops Yoda, which was was pretty sick. And then no, no Yaddle. Say what? No throne will be posed. I yeah, think I, I think Gil yeah. is answering Tommy's question yeah. on the chat board. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that was a great. That was a great, a great, a great little scene too. You see, you see how Amanda's getting. Uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna poop on my theory. I was like, going too many kids watching. I can see some of the fringe characters going. Kara doing Apollo, Apollo Creed. <laughs> I just love the fact he's going to call Apollo Creed. Um, I know we all think it. It's not Gina Carano, and uh, it's 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 Kara Dune, but it's Apollo Creed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, grief, uh, grief, Karga, grief, Karga. <laughs> I'm with Tommy on this though. I think there's for Grogu. There's too much marketing. There's too much. There's too much of this going around for Disney to be like. I mean, Raven right behind me over there. Like, yeah, but. Picture it, blue ghost Grogu. Ah, nah. There's too many of this. Come on, how many baby cute shots we're getting now? Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. 
Look, you, you can't, you, you can't, you have to have an Empire Strikes Back every now and then. You can't no, you're keep going having, to. You can't keep I, having Return of the Jedi's. I the, think Ahsoka with, with goes. With the teddy bear picnic. You can't have every episode end that way. Ahsoka goes before Grogu. I'm gonna, I'll, I, I will say probably, that right now. Probably. But I'm Even just saying, she's what, a fan favorite. What a great, what a great, what a great twist that would be. It, it would be, it would be a huge twist. Yeah. A lot of people would be upset. Angie would probably cry. She would lose her mind. <laughs> she would lose her mind. I would be upset. I, I would. I'm not gonna lie, but I agree. There needs to be an Empire Strikes Back thing at some point. But I think it would be Ahsoka before before Grogu goes, because I think like you know Grogu Grogu's almost basically the co-star of the show, like yeah. with Mando. So I think he's too too entrenched. Yeah, pretty he's much. Or <laughs> Ponch or John or whatever you want to call him. That's true. Um, um. Yeah. So like, the episode pretty much ends with again. Here we go again. I, I laugh every time though. It's like you need to take him. She's like, I can't take him. I can't train him. This is what you can do. Take him to this planet now. Here we go again. Typh. I forget the name of that planet too. <clears throat> I didn't do my research that much this week. I was kind of out of it. Oh, but, I, I, it's coming now. I, I've I've got my right. tidbit for you. That you got it. I want to well, see she, your brain process it. No, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Typh. Just take, take him to this planet. Uh, put him on this giant rock. And uh, have him reach out for the force. If someone senses it, maybe some, maybe a Jedi will come find him and come yeah. take him and train him. So it's like, ooh, how many? Like I said, how many are actually out there? Who's gonna feel them? And yeah. will Luke? Will Luke feel it? Will Ezra come? Will Ezra, are the Jedi? We don't even know they're gonna bring in that we don't even know about that we didn't see die on screen. Because if you didn't die on screen, you're not dead. That's just that's just movie. One on one. If you didn't see you die, you're alive. And yep. sometimes we see you die and you're still alive. Science fiction, people. I didn't think Palpatine. it happened. Palpatine. Yep, Gil, we got yes, on that we one. Did. We um, got on that one. <laughs> so, the, so then you you've you've queued it up in a way where it's like, all right. So she mentions right. that that's Everyone's where the episode me. ends. Everyone's oh. against me and my Grogu. No, there's no there's no killing of Grogu. Now you're going down, Grogu. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess that that leads into question one was all right. So which Jedi do we think are reaching out to him? Like, I I don't think we're gonna get a Luke, uh, Luke appearance or cameo in the show. I mean, I would be kind of shocked if that's the case, but who knows? Because it seems like all bets are off lately. With like, there's there's no holding back. I would be shocked, but then again, I wouldn't because no matter what he says publicly. Well, he says both publicly. Mark Hamill's been very 50-50 yeah. with this trilogy, with the with the sequel trilogy. He's not happy the way Luke turned out. So for him for him to do a de-aging thing, or like everyone's talking about Sebastian Seba Stan. He does look like him. He does he look really exactly does. like him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> or does. have Sebastian Stan jump in there, or I said have Hamill de-aged one or the other, I would not be shocked at all because – I think Mark Hamill, again, just like me, I, I said a thousand times, doesn't like what Luke became and his direction that happened in the sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. Would he want to do that war one more time? I would say yes, and I would not put it against him. But, uh, again, having Luke be the one, I know it says uh, Gil says he thinks Luke's the only one. I don't think so. For the one second, like, say we have Ezra out there, and we have Jedi out there we don't even know. Kanan, don't forget Kanan from Rebels before he he – Spoiler alert, he's yeah. gone. But I, yeah, I, he, read, he, I read it already. He was another Jedi out there. 
Um, we don't know who's out there. We don't know who escaped. We don't know who um, survived Order 66. So I'd be shocked to see who actually shows up. Yeah, so Luke, I think Luke would be um, nice. Yes. I said I, I I doubt it, but I wouldn't be shocked. Strictly based on Mark Hamill's disappointment with Luke's character in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, Mark Hamill's like, hey, listen, this is my chance to go ahead. What was it? The yeah, I'm, I'm sure there will be. Um, so does Mark Hamill say, hey, listen, this is my chance to play Luke again and play him like how I've seen him and how I like him and to kind of give kind of like a blessing to the Mandalorian and stuff like that? Because it won't be the Luke that we saw in the sequel trilogy because this is 30 years earlier. Or yeah, you know, is, 25 years earlier. This is, yeah, you know, not even 30-year-old Luke yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly think it would be Mark Hamill de-aged over Sebastian Stan or, like, someone else. That's my gut feeling of that. I mean, it is, you know... Kanan oh, I know. I, I mentioned it. I just don't want to say it out loud because I, was, I wasn't giving spoilers out. Well, I meant why I brought up Kanan was because, like I said, we don't know who's out there and who survived. Also, yeah. we don't know... Yeah, Ezra's out there no reason with yeah with Thrawn, which I said, but Thrawn's back, so Ezra's probably going to come back. So yeah. it's crazy. He's dead. Well, you got to get like really dead. thrown I out the window. I think he's very dead. I know people are saying he's not dead. I think the dude's dead. I'm not going to be upset if they get Sam Jackson to come back as Max Windu at all. Well, but he's yeah, going to look fun. like he's going to look like Forrest Whitaker in Rogue One if he's back. The dude That's got fun. electrocuted and tossed out a window. I, uh, I mean, he could look like a badass Mace Windu, like <laughs> right now. Um, but my my as much as we were talking about the possibilities of Luke showing up, my guess is would be Ezra Br uh, Bridger, who I did read about, so I know of his. I know he was in Rebels and stuff, and I what Gil was talking about there too. I did see that that was part of the explanation when I was just watching some stuff about uh, Thrawn, is that they disappeared kind of like at the end of towards the end of Rebels, so we didn't know what happened to them. But you're right. With Thrawn back, then Ezra Bridger would be back. My guess is that this is where you bring into a live action uh, Ezra Bridger, and that's how that's a way to get him and introduce him in. Mm -hmm. So that's my guess is that that's how you continue pulling from the animated stuff into the live action. So, oh, they might just want to expand the universe because you know that's the one thing I don't like. With you know, well, well, this one's you know related to this one, and this one's related. To no, man, it's a big galaxy out there. Yeah. It's a whole universe of characters. Like I said. I would rather see a new Jedi be introduced than come to see Gro, you know, find Grogu. Maybe even uh he's not even a real Jedi. Maybe he's a Sith, like an undercover bad guy, and he turns out to be like uh you know, he tries to take Grogu away from the Mandalorian, and that's a whole thing. Soka's gotta get involved in that, you know. It's like that that's the kind of shit that I want to see. There's so many so, possibilities. But right now, with this show and the way that they've expanded the universe, just off the show. The possibilities are endless right now. From week to week, yeah. it's like bang, bang, bang. Like who the heck knows? They could be pulling from legends. They're pulling from the animated stuff. Like nothing, nothing is off off limits, including one thing that I was going to bring to you now. And I, I would like to. This is something that uh, that's there. So could there be hints of a Darth Raven appearance? Where now? Listen, listen. Mm -hmm. He developed apparently the HK forty seven assassin models. As, as you know, which are a precursor to the HK87 models, assassin droid models that we got in this episode. So, is that something 
that's there that that could be you know could that be a little bit of a, a hint that he exists and that he's there and also from what I understand didn't Darth Raven also have like some sort of like um didn't he go after Typhon on on uh didn't he go after the Jedi on on the planet uh, Typhon at some yeah, point Typhon book is, or is, is an old uh. Jedi stronghold or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Jedi homeworld. If I understand that, that's kind of like their exegol or, or whatever it is. Yeah, um, Darth Raven. Though I don't know because he's more old Republic stuff. I thought if, if we were going to get him, I would. I would think we were going to get him in the the new movies if they did. Like I said, if they did that yeah. war. Um, but again, how old could he possibly? I mean, he, again, Star Wars. You don't know. Yeah. Chewie's eight hundred, you know. Chewie's three hundred. Yoda's nine hundred. We don't. You can, anybody can be anybody. Exactly. Um, as far as I don't know if they're going to go the Sith route yet, though. It was I, just something I, that I read that was out there. That that was a tidbit that was in there, and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And that's another name that I've heard thrown around by, thrown around by you and Francisco and stuff like that in the past. So I'm like, oh, maybe that's a hint. That's true. Yes. He's got himself a nice, nice dark saber now. Nice, uh, Luke took one of the window. He just had a force way to safety now. <laughs> exactly. now. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think, I think he took a, I don't see him landing safely. But like you said, he did, we didn't see him die on screen. He could be alive. Yeah. But I, I just want a good explanation of where he's been all these years. That's all I want to know. You give me a good explanation. I'll take anybody back. Anybody can come back to life with a good explanation. Yeah, I don't really care. Um, or sometimes with no explanation, or a very vague explanation, yeah. as you saw with the emperor. Yeah, so with the emperor. Well, his his essence, blah blah blah. Yeah, went to Exegol and took him all that. Yeah, whatever. I don't know, I'm not gonna get. Well, to whatever. That. Listen, we might be getting more. We talked about this. We this whole what Moff Gideon is behind, and apparently Grand Admiral Thrawn and everything like that could lead us to more of an explanation of exactly. It might smooth over the Palpatine stuff for Rise of Skywalker and make it a little bit more to, to, to drink in then. I mean, it should it be could. nice. Yeah, it could be. I know we yeah. were just kind of like, whatever, you know, we'll run with it. We didn't love the idea, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, like I said, as far as far as who was gonna come, I don't know whether any Jedi will show up. I don't Mike, we might get like a like a cameo of Luke. Like the back of his head reacting to something, or maybe feeling it in the force, or even Princess Leia. You don't, you don't know. You don't know. I'm gonna say that one. I think is off the table because I considered that for a second too. But I think that one might be. I don't know if we're getting any more like you know CGI. Leia no, the daughter, the daughter would play her. Yeah, and it wouldn't be any you know disrespectful or anything like that. No, the daughter no. was willing to play her. Um, daughter did play her actually. Her motion capture. Yeah, when they were Thanks. training in, in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, so, I mean, that was cool. Uh, I don't know, man. I, this is one of those shows, and I, and I love it for it. We don't know. I don't know where it's going. Everyone's got their theory. I don't know. I just can't. I, I'm happy get, getting surprised every week. Yeah, and Gail mentioned that, like, that tracker is on the Razor Crest. So, like, you know, we, we got to assume that Moff Gideon is hot on, hot on his uh, tails of exactly like it. I mean, but he wants... Ahsoka Tano also. So yeah, I mean, the Moff Gideon did they, they accidentally reveal to Moff Gideon that where Ahsoka is. Exactly. We gotta find that out too now. And we don't know what Bo Katan's doing right now. So I mean the listen, the, the finale could be some really crazy 
bonkers. I, I've seen some theories out there that I don't know if they would just go for the whole thing in the in the finale of this, but I mean, could we be getting some like mini Avengers Endgame at the end of it where everyone's just showing up like Mandel's fighting side by side with Bo-Katan and Ahsoka-Tan and uh, Grogu <coughs> and I don't know, uh, Ezra Bridger and all this other crap. I'm like, who the hell knows? Hmm. But we only got three more to go. That's depressing. But I'm sure it'll get good. I'm sure that means it's going to be all good ones. Yeah. No, no more frog women with their babies. <laughs> I hope it's all action packed. I said because this again, these episodes have been absolutely fantastic. I and didn't I see. Up. I didn't see the. I haven't seen anything anywhere that revealed the episode because I know we knew chapter thirteen was called the Jedi ahead of time, so we were going to be pretty shocked if it wasn't Ahsoka now. But I have I did not see the title for fourteen yet. So so where's that going? Yeah. I was looking at IMDb. It's not out yet. Okay. But yeah, it says, it says three more episodes to go. So yeah, yeah, shit's gonna pick up. It's gonna pick up, and it's gonna be awesome. Uh, like I said, as far as you can't you can't guess with this show, which which I'm I'm enjoying. As Love much it. as I don't care about spoilers, I, I'm enjoying not knowing what the hell's going on because everything is just uh, holy shit, really, holy shit, really, holy shit, really. So and that's good. Yeah, I still think Rogue is going down, but that's just me. All right, so your 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 bet is that he's going down by the end of the season. No, 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 not season. Oh, okay. In in the long run, I don't know. In the long run, by the series, I'm saying by the series. Okay, all right. So that could be unless he's on Dagobah. Unless he's living on Dagobah, took over Yoda's hut somewhere. I don't know. That would be pretty cool. Kind of think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but how come he didn't pop out during uh, the new war with the first order? That's, that's got to be very careful when you let all these you let all these Jedi live. How come they didn't come out of hiding or whatever? You know. Especially with Luke starting a new temple, you would think some of these Jedi would come out of hiding. Yeah, I don't know. That's and I don't know if this show is gonna have to get all the weight of explaining all of that. That's why I think there's got to be spinoff shows. Now, the more I'm thinking about it, after I've said it, I really do want this, you know, Ahsoka and Bo-Katan cop buddy cop buddy show. Cop. <laughs> yeah, I want that to happen. Like, I want that to be the female led show. I want them to announce it like at the end of the season, and boom, we, we get that one going too. No. That's Obi. Well, first, it's Obi Wan's first, right? Or is it Cassian? I, I thought Obi Wan. Yeah, I think Obi Wan was first, and um, then Cassian Endor, and then I think by the end of the month we're gonna have an Obi Wan trailer. I think we're gonna have a trailer to go with the the uh, season finale of That's Mandalorian. Great. Is Obi Wan due out in twenty twenty one? Yeah. Okay. They're so shooting. They're, they're definitely shooting because I saw. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching you and McGregor's uh, Twitter and that easy, and he wrote like, "Oh, he's like back in my old clothes," or "Oh, hey, it still fits." Like he's writing stupid stuff like that. Or I gotta go follow. Now I'm gonna go follow him now because yeah, I don't, he, I don't he, think he, I do. He's been making comments along those lines. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming it's gonna be 2021. That's yeah. That, that's definitely gotta happen. We're gonna we're gonna get so much shit next year between movies and shows and everything like that of all the stuff that was kind of like put off and delayed. It's going to be insane. It's going to be an overload. It's going to be an overdose. Yeah. <laughs> an overdose of stuff. Uh, well, now we're getting Man- so now we're getting Wonder Woman at for free, and we're getting yeah. King Kong and Godzilla right for free. That's not official yet, but I, that's what it looks like. My guess is that's probably going to be. I know um, the report was Netflix was trying to offer Legendary uh, 
was it like 200 million or something like that for it? And then HBO Max is like, ah, we have a good relationship with them. We're going to block that deal. Calm down. You're putting that shit on a streamer. We're, we're getting that thing. You know what we should do? We should rent out uh, the AMC theater for 99 bucks. Get enough people so we can spread out, but we can watch the movie on the big screen. That's really not a bad idea, actually. Hey, yeah, AMC <laughs> is renting out their theaters for 100 bucks. Yeah, we'd have to go to Connecticut or Jersey. Show, whether or not they're showing new movies, I don't know. I'm assuming they are. I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't, I didn't look into that. Would we go back to that theater that looked like it was out of Halloween 3? Yeah, we, why we not? We went to see Empire Strikes Back. But imagine having that whole theater to ourselves. Oh, it would be sick. You know what I'm saying? Just, our, just us, our friends, and we don't have yeah. to worry about nothing. Disinfected no. ourselves and sit there and enjoy it. And I said we could watch. I don't want to watch. Wonder Woman, I'll watch at home. I don't want to watch Godzilla vs. King Kong in, in my house. I gotta watch that in the IMAX the first time. Well, me and you are all about the IMAX with the big monster movies. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. So, well, whatever. We'll see. Hopefully, this shit will be ending by then. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Let's go, Operation. What is it called? Warp Speed. The friggin' vaccinations. Let's do this. I just noticed in the comment section, Hanson just jumped on here to write that comment and went back to watching the show. Probably. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks the knob is more than just food. I think it's just a little kid, like a little kid wanting to play with the toy that he's not supposed to play with. Yeah, exactly. It's like Marvel right now with this Santa pillow that Angie put out. Like he, She's like obsessed with going to eat the thing. There you go. Like, so you're not supposed to play with it? That's the one thing they want. Yep. That's just the way it goes. Uh, I think that's pretty much anything else uh, that we didn't mention. I don't think so. No, I think we, we've laid out some pretty cool, some some wild theories, perhaps. I mean, uh, well, actually, I, I got a question for you. So you know more, of, obviously, of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Who would you, do you have anyone in mind to play him? Hmm. Yes, but he won't do it. Agent Hugo Weaving? Agent Smith himself. Oh, wow, we had it at the, we, yeah, we were thinking the same type of thing. But he won't do it. He's a snob. He's a snob all of a sudden. Oh, I don't do those big franchises anymore. Blah blah blah. But I think Hugo Weaving would be perfect. Wow, perfect. That is. Other than that, oh my god, I'd have to really think about it. Especially if they went younger. If they went younger, can't say Michael Ironside. (laughs) No, he's too old. (laughs) Um, I don't know, but he's the first person I thought of. Okay, it's Hugo Weaving. Agent Smith himself. Big Mr. franchise, but you can pitch it to him. At, this is a TV show, though. So That's maybe true. it's not as grandiose as he's afraid of. What the hell yeah, has Hugo even been doing anyway? Come on. So it's it's the Star Wars saga. He, it's the Star Wars franchise. Come on. He might not want to get involved. Come on. He, 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 can, he can get in there. Yeah, I don't know enough about the cat. Kind of think of someone. I don't know if someone, whoever's watching, has got anyone in mind for that knows about Grand Admiral Thrawn, but that would... That's something we can think well, about for next week. He's quiet. He's calculating. He's cool. He's uh doesn't get excited. Like he's not a he's not a screamer, like that mm-hmm. kind of guy. He's very he's subdued, but he's scary as shit. Like Michael, you believe what he's going to say? Well, Michael Shannon. Yeah, that that's possible. Uh-huh. That's a good possibility, uh-huh. Michael Shannon. That could work. Just by your description of the character, he has that like intimidating look when he's not screaming, you know, about finding Cal, you know, finding Kal-El and screaming briefly. But he can do the screaming if he needs to. But like quiet, calculating, I, yeah. I can do that. Man, that's a, that's a good choice. Um, if yeah. Sam watches this, if Sam watches this, he's gonna scream hell no because he hates Michael Shannon. 
Oh, well, uh, guys along those lines okay. would be perfect for him. But again, my, my first thought was always Hugo Weaving would be a perfect on screen. Uh, but yeah, no, but I like Michael Shannon too. That could, that could probably work. That's the kind of guy you need. You need, you need to be scared of the guy without him making you scared. Like, he's just a scary, like, you know, this dude will kill you. Like an intimidating presence. Yes. Okay. He walks on the bridge of, of a star where you're like, oh shit. Like, you know, someone's in trouble. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> he's also very, you know, I said very calm, very cool. Doesn't worry. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey? No. Too much. Too too laid back. Oh, right, all right, all right. <laughs> too laid back. He ain't that laid back. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I, I like Michael Shannon. That'd be good. Hugo Weaving on Michael Shannon would probably be the first two I think of. I might call up with someone else. Is there anyone uh, that's been cast in this season prior that has not made an appearance yet? Maybe that's who's playing him if we do see him this season. Gotta be honest, dude. I'd forget yeah. everyone. I forgot Michael Bean was, was in this, and I can't forget a lot of things with Michael Bean. I love him. Yeah, I forget. I forget all the rumors, all the things. I said my the, my biggest thing was was Will Rosario Dawson be playing Ahsoka, and it came true. Yes, so I was like, holy shit, really? Like this is this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, like I forgot about Timothy Oliphant until I saw him. Mm-hmm. I forgot about like I I don't know. I just kind of put it all in the back of my mind. It's like everything's like brand new now. Okay. Um, who's gonna? That's a good question. I'm gonna think about it. I'll think about who okay. I have for next week. I'll see if I can go with my top five. Grand Bronze. Okay. Then again, he's probably he's probably already been shot and he's probably already in the done already, but we'll see. If we see him this season, maybe we see him at the very like in a post credit like scene and at the end of the season after we have my uh Avengers Endgame type story where you got Timothy Oliphant and Bo Katan and So Katano and like everyone else in their mother that we've met through this season. But if he Pops up at this one. I think it's going to be more leading into an Ahsoka spinoff show. Tommy, see you later. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, right, um, Tommy. Yeah, I think it's going to be more leading towards that spinoff show. Maybe Cara Dune joins that buddy cop thing, and they do like a Charlie's Angels type story. That could work too. She has the badge. The three of them. The three she of them. Has the, she she has the New Republic yes. badge now. She can flash that shit all over the galaxy. Super badass. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if I, don't Gre- know. I don't know. Grief Cargo could possibly be Charlie in that in that scenario, but we could be. That would actually work. That's a wild Good morning, show, Angel. Good morning cooking, Angels. Cooking in here, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess that's it for this week. Uh, next week, episode fourteen for Mando Monday. We might have some baseball news too. We might not. Hopefully, depends on free agency. Now that Thanksgiving's over. Usually around Christmas time, we get some good, some good. Uh, Leeway, right? Because the winter meetings. Yeah, the winter meetings. Around Christmas, when's the winter meetings? Winter meetings. I didn't see when it is for this year, but it's usually within the next week or two. So, hopefully, before we wrap up the season of Mando, that we have like some big Yankees signings and some big Yankees news to 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 report. Hopefully, waiting on it very very patiently. Trust me. Yeah, I know it's been crazy. Uh, All right, so Eddie, got any any final remarks? Any last? Mentions. I, I spilled it all out, man. I'm still got that show cooking in my mind that's like forming that, you know. So it's playing. <laughs> it's already started. <laughs> the Angels. This is the Star Wars Angels. Hey, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if what's his name gets his own show. Uh the blue dude, which he gets his own show. He could be 
Yeah. Why not? I could be a bartender somewhere, be like a cheer, <laughs> like a Cheers type show on on the cantina. I'd watch them all. I'd watch every show they put out. I don't Absolutely. even care anymore. So, all right, that'll wrap us up for this week. Uh, next week, episode fourteen. I, I can't even predict what's going to be on it. It's just an unpredictable show, which is yeah. I absolutely love. So, yeah, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we'll have some baseball news. This is the way. This is the way.